Welcome into Bills Tonight Digital. Maddie Glab here with your recap of everything that happened in two days game. The Buffalo Bills lose to the Kansas City Chiefs 26 to 17. Bills Tonight Digital is brought to you by Hunt Real Estate, the official real estate and relocation company of the Buffalo Bills. And there were signs, at ho signs of hope at some points of this game. The Bills kept it within arm's length for mo most of the game, but couldn't get it done at the end of the day. Uh, only putting up around 200 yards of total offense, giving up 466 yards to the Kansas City Chiefs. I'd like to bring in uh, one of our Bills legends, Eric Wood, one of our former offensive linemen. Eric, this game was a tough one to watch. There were there were signs of hope for for some points in this game. I mean, some touchdowns from the Bills, uh, some good defensive plays from the defense, but at the end of the day, it wasn't enough. So. What can you point to as reasons why the Bills lost this one? Well, this, this game was dominated by Kansas City. <clears throat> and when you have 38 minutes of time of possession, uh, you are imposing your will on a defense. You're controlling the football. And then the Bills, every, every possession they got, especially in the second half, just seemed so paramount because each Chiefs drive was going on so long. Um, really impressed with what the Chiefs were able to do offensively. Um, their run game was outstanding. 46 rushing attempts, the most by Andy, an Andy Reid team uh, that he's ever coached. Um, so that shows you what he felt about what he could do on the ground game tonight. And in a rainy game in Orchard Park, uh, the run game was going to be paramount. Uh, Bill's running backs, Devin Singletary averages 3.2 yards a carry. Zach Moss averages two yards a carry. Kansas City throughout the night, they rush it 46 times, 5.3 yards a carry. And that ultimately is the story of the game. Not really huge plays through the air for either squad, uh, but the ground game of the Chiefs really dominant in this one. Yeah, it was a tough one to watch from the ground game perspective. I uh, wish the Bills could have stopped them a little bit more there on the run. Of course, they wanted to keep things in front of them and not let Patrick Mahomes air it out like he's bound to do and has done before against different teams. Let's send it over to the quarterback, Josh Allen, and hear what he had to say about tonight's loss. Yeah, I got you. Thanks. All right, just uh, a night where it seemed to be hard to find a rhythm offensively. And that's uh, a sub 20 point performance for the second time in as many weeks. Uh, can you describe what happened? Yeah, um, we weren't good enough. And I was not good enough. Um, you know, I, I got to do a better job. It's plain and simple. I didn't play very good tonight. I know that. I understand that. Um, I can't afford, this team can't afford to have me play poorly. Um, you know, early on, early on, just not being as accurate with the balls I should have been. Uh, making the right reads, making the right throws. Um, and we turned it on a little too late there, obviously. Um, but, yeah, you know, 16 and 17 points is not going to cut it in this league. You know, but it didn't matter who we played tonight. If, if that's who we play or if, that, if that's how we play, you know, we're going to struggle to win games. So um, it is what it is right now. We, we'll learn from this. I'm obviously super frustrated with myself and how I performed tonight, and I can't do that to this team. So, um you know, I got to be better. I will be better. Is it something that was schematic in terms of the problem or was it just execution? Uh, I mean, it, it was more execution and, and make no mistakes. We played, make, uh, you know, we played a really good team. You know, the, the defending Super Bowl champs for a reason. Um, but, you know, we, we did definitely had our opportunities and we got to be better with it. You know, and uh, again, that's that's on me. You know, I take that very personally. Um, so, 
again, this is, this is going to be a, a, a good week to kind of sit back and learn some things from the tape is, you know, crap cruddy. Uh, the tape's going to look, um, you know, learning from this is, you know, going to help and helps move forward. Thank you. Hey, Josh, um, I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit about why the run game seems to have been struggling really all season. You haven't been able to establish it. Can you pinpoint some things that are going wrong there? Um, I mean, again, I, I could do better with checks and calls and, um, you know, up front, maybe sustaining blocks a little longer and, and just finding the hole. And I, again, I can I can do better with that as far as, you know, getting us into the right call. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's as simple as that. And, um, you know, something that we definitely have to get going. We can't, we can't keep, you know, doing that. And, um, you know, if I got to run more, I'll, I'll run more. If not, um, we'll give it to our running backs and let them do the job. But uh, it's definitely an area that we got to work on. And, and um, you know, it's something that we have to be better at. And if I could ask you, just how frustrating was it in the second half? You had the ball less than seven minutes. I mean, that's, you know, they're playing good on offense. But for you, how frustrating was it to not be able to get the ball? Yeah, I mean, that, that's partly on us. You know, we, we've got to sustain drives. we got to get first downs. we got to put ourselves in better third and manageable situations. Um, and we didn't do, do enough of that tonight. And, um, you know, scoring late and, and giving ourselves a chance there. But, again, it, it was too late. And uh, we got to find a way to turn it on sooner and, and make some more plays earlier. Thanks. Hey, Josh, you're one of the team leaders, of course. And when you see the situation where obviously the, the frustration on defense built up and uh, uncharacteristic, it seemed for guys like Trey White and Jordan Poyer to have those uh, kinds of penalties that you know Sean uh, would obviously frown upon and does constantly preach about, what were your thoughts, uh, not necessarily about the two of them, but just the overall loss of composure and a team that's on a national stage for the second time, did that maybe you know, having that a, a loss in two national stage games just get the better of everybody psychologically? No, um, I, I don't think that had anything to do with it. Um, I think if we come out on offense and, and we start how we're supposed to start and I, I hit the throws I'm supposed to hit, um, it's a completely different game and kind of calms everybody down. But it, it doesn't matter whether we're playing on Sunday or Monday night or Monday evening, whatever you want to call it. Um, we got to go out there and we got to execute. We got to be smarter, obviously. Um, like you said, it's very uncharacteristic of those two guys. Um, but again, I, I, as the quarterback, can do more, you know, with positioning ourselves to be in, in, in a better situation throughout the game. So, um, again, like I said, lots to learn from here. And, um, you know, as, as, bad, as bad as I feel right now, I'm super excited to go out and attack this week and, um, you know, go, look forward to next Sunday already. Thanks, Josh. Hey, Josh, um, the message from you and from a bunch of your teammates after last week's loss was it's just one game. There's no reason to panic. You know, we knew we weren't going to go 16-0. and We just have to move on. Now it's another loss. It's mistakes compounding. What is the mood now after a second consecutive loss? Again, we're not going to panic. We're going to stay, um, stay solid in our locker room and, um, you know, be a family. Um, you know, we're, we're four and two, you know, we understand that we had, you know, stay ahead of the curve and uh, get things rolling. And, um, you know, it, it's no panic, but there is a sense of urgency in this locker room that we have to be better uh, myself included and myself, you know, uh, leading that charge. So um, again, 
there's things throughout the game that I, I need to do better for this team to, to be in a better situation throughout the game. Uh, I think that's going to help all facets. So um, we'll learn from it, like I said. And, uh, you know, like I said, this is a game that obviously it sucks, you know, uh, looking back at the stats and the score sheet and whatever, but um, a lot of things to learn from. Is this one of those games that you go back and you watch, like you said, even though the tape is going to be cruddy, or is it better to just kind of like say, hey, it happened, we need to move on, we can't dwell on the bad stuff? No, we, you know, as an offense, we got to watch it. Um, you know, there's little things that we're missing uh, that we, we can't miss, and, um, you know, little things turn into big things, so we got to stay on top of it. And, again, like I said, starting off that first drive, if I'm, you know, act more accurate with the ball and, you know, allowing ourselves to kind of get into a rhythm and, um, I, I didn't do Coach Stable, you know, any justice by what he was calling. And, you know, I got to go out there and execute the, the, the call that was called. Uh, it's as simple as that. Thank you, Josh. The quarterback press conference is presented by Energy Mark, the official energy supplier to the Buffalo Bills. Eric, the last two games, this offense has looked quite different. I mean, 17 points they put up tonight before uh, week five. They were averaging around 30 points per game, and we see Josh Allen complete 51.9% of his passes today for 122 passing yards, another interception from him, and he said the little things turn into the big things, and that's why we need to rewatch this film and figure out what's happening and what's going wrong. So what was he talking about when he said the little things, and how can they fix those little things uh, going into next week against the Jets? <clears throat> When you talk about the little things turning into the big things, the Bills weren't able to make a lot of big plays the last two weeks. And when you think about what are the little things, it's sustaining your block long enough, it's making the catch, it's making an accurate throw. It's all those little things that created the big plays through the first four games, and they're just not getting those right now. If teams are going to defend for the big play, if they're going to say um, either we're going to play somewhat of a two-shell like we were talking about last week on the show or this week, um, they brought a lot of pressure, very physical at cornerback with our receivers, which led to some holding, illegal contact, illegal hands of the face twice outside got called, pass interference, all those got called on their DBs, but they were basically saying, we're going to come after the quarterback. Hopefully he either makes a bad decision or throws an inaccurate ball. And if we do get called for a penalty, at least it's not going to be a backbreaker. Um, and, and just the one took him down. Uh, into the tight red zone on the one pass interference on the digs route. But the Bills are going to have to find answers. And part of those answers is getting the run game going. And, and I still think for this Bills team, the way they're built uh, with their personnel, you continue to air it out. You stick to 10 personnel, 11 personnel. But when you do run the football, you've got to get over the four yards of carry mark, which they were doing a lot of last year, which, um, which helps the offense stay on schedule. Too many negative rushing plays right now, too many one- and two-yard gains uh, for you to really rely on the run game at all. Yeah, Devin Singletary led rookie running backs last year, averaging 5.1 yards per carry. Tonight he had 10 attempts for 32 rushing yards. It was good to see Zach Moss on the field, but you're right. They need to be more effective for the run because that's going to open up passing lanes. Uh, you can't just be one-sided, a one-trick pony in today's NFL. You have to be able to balance an offensive attack. Well, let's look at how this all came together uh, with some Bills highlights against the Chiefs. Start off, it was a 48-yard field goal from Tyler Bass, a career long from him. Then in the first quarter, first and 10 from the 11, 11 Mahomes and 11-yard touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey. 
first and goal, Allen. He would find his best friend Stefan Diggs in the end zone for a sneaky touchdown catch from Diggs. It was a four-yarder, uh, 10 to seven Bills at this point. Mahomes here finding Travis Kelsey, the tight end, again for a touchdown. Bucker missed the extra point though. It was 13 to 10 Chiefs. Here we go in the third quarter. It's Daryl Williams. He runs it in for a touchdown. Here's Harrison Bucker hitting a 37-yard field goal, 23 to 10 Chiefs. Josh Allen trying to get something going for his offense here. He finds Cole Beasley for an eight-yard touchdown, 23-17 Chiefs. But the Chiefs kick a 30-yard field goal to seal the deal. It was 26-17 Chiefs. Let's hear from head coach Sean McDermott after the game. Expected to be after a loss. Um, that's a good football team, give the Chiefs credit. Um, you know, we, I don't think... When you look at our quality of play, I thought there were moments where we played up to our up to our standard, and there were uh, certainly enough moments where we didn't. And that's what we have to be truthful with when we look at our when we look at the film. Um, yeah, we didn't get off to a good start offensively. Uh, three and out, missed a couple uh, there. I think we had a drop and, and some missed throws. Uh, so we got to get off to a better start. this two weeks in a row, uh, and and so that that uh, you know I think affected our, our rhythm offensively. I would say uh, in the first half. Listen, this is an explosive, uh, explosive offense we went against. So, you've got to pick your poison a little bit. And, and I know the numbers statistically um, are, are are good. You know, when we look at our defense against our offense, but uh, you got to pick your pick your poison here in terms of how you how you want to go about attacking them there. Thank you, Sean. Hey, coach. Um, just with respect to the run D, you know, I know getting off blocks was something some of your players talked about doing a better job of, you know, with each successive week. Um, I know you got to check the film to get a handle on that, but just in terms of making plays at the line of scrimmage, not letting them get to the second level, Edwards Hilaire in particular, um, even after initial contact, what was, did you kind of sense that it was, it just seemed tough to get him down on initial contact there tonight? Yeah, he's got good contact balance. Uh, he's a good back. Uh, we knew he was a good back. Um, you know, coming out in the draft, we did our due diligence on him. And, um, you know, look, at the end of the day, uh, you know, I thought we were in the game towards the end there. And uh, we get one stop on defense uh, where he got out and scrambled on two separate occasions. Uh, we got to do a better job there. And, um, you know, we had a chance to go down and, and uh, you know, maybe it's a different game uh, against a good football team. The bigger picture is, yeah, we've got some things that we really have to continue to work to get corrected and, and uh, fundamentals. Playing more physical at the line of scrimmage is, uh, is, a, is a must. Thanks, Coach. Sure. Hey, Coach. Um, obviously, um, late in the game there, you guys kicked the extra point uh, on the Cole Beasley touchdown. Did you think at all about maybe going for two uh, in that situation? Well, we always talk about, you know, one versus two in those situations, in all situations, to be honest with you. So those are those are discussions that happen all the time. Do you, do you feel like, you know, had you maybe made that move, uh, would it change the game at all? To go <laughs> for two, if you want a minute? No, I mean, listen, you can sit here and play crystal ball, and, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Um, you know, we did what we did, and uh, we were in the game, and uh, we felt like it was the right decision at that time. Thanks, Sean. Sure. Hey, Sean. Um, it, it just seems, of course, very uncharacteristic for uh, your, a team of yours to have what we saw 
and as the frustration was building up, it seemed on defense with with Tredavious and Jordan, two leader and, and guys who seem to be fully bought into your concept of not having those kinds of penalties um, and, and that lack of discipline. How what's your your thought about that and, and how do you intend to address that? Yeah, Vic, to be honest with you, I had a hard time seeing Tredavis's. I know it was on their sidelines. So I, you know, I had a hard time with the players in between arts, you know, the field and, and them over there. So I, I couldn't get a good uh, uh, line of vision on, on Tredavis's on, on Jordan's. There's, there's no room for that. Uh, you know, well out of bounds. Uh, that's not how we play. That's not what we teach. We're, we're more disciplined than that. And uh, um, so we got to be better than that. And in terms of, of the run defense, and you mentioned more physical at line, um, you were you're a coach who obviously you coach everything, but the defense, and you mentioned about not having a lot of sleep uh, after what happened in the last Tuesday night game. Um, how, what's your, your overall sense of kind of where your defense is after a couple of games like this? Well, Vic, again, I think you got to look at this is an ex, this is an explosive offense, right? Mainly through the air. So you you, you got to pick your pick your poison here. What you want to, what you're willing to to try and what you're trying to take away, and then it, on the other end, you're going to give a little bit, right? And so I'm not saying that we liked what what we gave up in the run game. Um, that said, towards the end of the game, we were in the game, you know, as opposed to some people that are getting blown out because the ball is flying over their head in the past game with Mahomes and, and Hill and and uh, uh, 17 and whatnot and Kelsey. So you got to pick your, pick your spots against an explosive offense. And, and obviously uh, we weren't good enough in the run game, which we were better. Uh, and that's where fundamentals come in. And, and, uh, and, and so it's a good offense. Um, you know, I thought we, we were in good shape here on that third and 12 and the quarterback breaks contain and uh, we didn't play smart in that situation. And we got to do a better job of playing better team defense in that situation. We're off the field, third and 12. You like our chances, and, uh, you know, it's 23, uh, I think 17 at that point. So, um, you know, there's a certain way you got to play against this offense. And, and so, uh, you know, we, we live and learn. This is the first time we've gone up against them, against this quarterback, against this offense. And so, um, you know, we watch the film, we, we, we learn from it, and then we correct the things we need to get corrected. And that's that's more of what I'm concerned Concerned about Vic is there's some boulders you know that we gotta get corrected here. Thank you, Sean. Sure. Hey, Sean. I guess kind of going off that, is it any more of a concern that these past two losses have come against two of, I mean, probably the best teams, if not the best teams in the conference? Well, we want to be, um, you know. This is uh, this is where we want to be in terms of in these type of games against good teams. Um, uh, call them big games if you if you get, if you want. Um, I think just the competition out there is elite. You know, this is high standard, high quality football. Good players, good systems. Uh, that's where we want to be, and we've come up short in these two games. And, and so we go back to the drawing board and continue to work hard um, to continue to get to know our team and examine where we're not where we need to be, or we're not executing the way we need to execute, or we're not fundamentally where we need to be fundamentally. Um, that's what we have to do is to continue to develop our football team uh, so we're playing well uh, at critical points in the season. All right. Thank you, Sean. Sure. Yes, good evening, Sean. Uh, Coach McDermott, George Redney, Challenger Community News. Was, was there any consideration to put nine in the box 
just trying to shut down that run, just going with an all-out gamble to try and shut them down and force Mahomes to win it with his arm, maybe with the wet football, things may have, who knows, maybe take your chances through the air? Yeah, I mean, we talk about a lot of that, sir. You know, at the end of the day, people have tried to stop putting nine in the box against his team. Um, You know, uh, it it hasn't really worked out, to be honest with you. Um, You know, you watch the film, uh, you know, you see those teams that have tried to do that, and it's it's 40 points, Uh, you know. So um, I thought we had a chance to win the game close in the fourth quarter, which is what you want, going against that type of offense. And, and, uh, you know, obviously we didn't get it done. Uh, any concerns? Uh, well, you have to adjust next week, but you have to work on that run defense of, of, of stopping that run running game. Yeah, we got a lot. We have a lot to work on. That would be one of them for sure. All right. Thanks a lot, Coach. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, Coach. This is Jason Wolf with the Buffalo News. Appreciate your time. Sure. Um, two quick questions for you. First, what went into the decision to make uh, Trent Murphy and Harrison Phillips uh, inactive today? Yeah, just, you know, those two are good players. Uh, just want to take a look at some other guys who have, who have uh, practiced well and just see if we could change things up a little bit. Uh, so uh, those guys, you know, we may come right back to those guys next week. You know, we'll see what the, what the week holds here for us. They, they were healthy, though, right? Correct. Okay, and, and also, um, four and two, you're still in first place in the AFC East. Your next two games are against division rivals. Do you need to impress that upon your players, or how do you get the guys to just sort of reset at this point and, and look at the goals that are still right in front of you? Yeah, that's that's good perspective. Um, yeah, we always try and I mean, right after the game isn't always the best time for perspective, uh, especially you know after you know last week and now this week, uh, two good opponents I know, but. Um, you know, the minute losing gets easy is, is uh, that's not a good, that's not a good deal. You know, so, um, you know, we take it hard. Uh, there's no moral victories. Um, and we've got to really look at our football team and say, uh, and be truthful with, our, with ourselves and say, what do we have to get corrected and have those conversations? And, uh, and then, you know, if we do that. Our team will move forward as we continue to grow through the season. And, uh, and we'll peak at the right time. Um, you know, at this point, that remains to be seen. Sean McDermott's press conference is presented by Hunt, the official real estate and relocation company of the Buffalo Bills. Eric, Sean said several times you had to pick your poison on that one, and I think it was right to make them run the ball and keep everything in front of you. It wasn't like there were a lot of big plays that the Bills' defense had to defend, but at the end of the day, you wish there was maybe a, another turnover. The offense got the ball a couple more times, and maybe it would have been a Bills win because it was within arm's reach for, for a lot of that game, a touchdown away, a field goal away at some points throughout the game. But when you look at how this game played out and what's ahead for the Buffalo Bills, especially on defense, what has to get corrected uh, heading into next week? Do you start up front with the defensive line? Yeah, I think it's pretty well known at this point. The defensive line has got to perform better. There's a lot of moving parts up there. They activated new guys this week. It is an issue and they're trying to address it. Last week it was addressed that the pass rush needed to be better and the four man pass rush at that. And moving forward, Uh, looking back at this game, giving up so many yards on the ground was an issue, period. It's an issue. Sean McDermott brought up a good point that you you have a six-point game at the end and you have them at a third and 12. The defending Super Bowl champions, a lot of people think this is the best team in the league. So was it the wrong approach? 
Uh, if you get a couple stops, if you force a turn turnover or two, no. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was able to make great plays on third down and extend drives that ultimately led to the Bills' defeat today. This is a team in the Buffalo Bills that can get back on track next week against the Jets. The Jets are an 0-16. They, they are struggling. Uh, normally, you'd say this might be a trap game for the Buffalo Bills heading to New York against a team that's 0-6, but coming off of two losses, the intensity that practice will have this week, um, the amount of time and preparation they'll put into making these corrections. Uh, I sure like their chances next week, and you get the 5-2, and two, and you stay in first place in the AFC East. That's not a bad position to be in. You just need to continue to get better throughout this entire season. Yeah, an important game against a division rival uh, coming up next week. But let's talk about offense before we wrap this thing up. I mean, Josh was pressured quite a bit this game. Last game, he really wasn't pressured at all. So you got kind of two different looks at how he reacted to no pressure versus pressure. He was pressured, I would say, a decent amount in some of these games in week weeks one through four and, and did a good job of still finding answers on the field. But those corners were really guarding our wide receivers today. So offensively, uh, what do the Bills need to look at in order to correct it for this Jets game coming up? Yeah, when you look at how they were against the pressure tonight, it's tough in a game when you're in third and longs and second and longs and you're trying to complete balls down the field versus pressure in the rain. That's a tough situation. Now, they were able to draw some penalties down the field, but they weren't able to make them pay. They weren't able to get those huge explosive plays that we saw through four weeks. For the Buffalo Bills, uh, offensively, uh, if they were able to connect on some balls early, if they were able to put some pressure on the Chiefs, um, that, that would have greatly benefited them, and that's an obvious statement. But when you only have 22 minutes of possession, seven in the second half, it becomes paramount to capitalize on all your possessions, and they have a three and out in the second half, and ultimately that was their demise. And so just get back to what you were doing, what you were executing. I think you stay in 10 and 11 personnel, which they did through the first – four weeks of the season in these last two weeks as well, continue to air it out, continue to ride the back of your third year quarterback. Um, and if you can get the run game going at an efficient rate, then Brian Dayball can continue to be creative in his play calling. And I think you'll see the results come back that we were so used to seeing through four weeks of the season. Yeah, if Josh could have connected on a couple more of those, a couple more of those early deep balls, maybe it would have been a totally different game. So we'll see how they correct it, maybe if they get the run game involved a little bit more against the Jets coming up. Eric, thank you for the time. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. And if you guys want more analysis, more breakdown, you can head to MSG at 1134 Bills tonight. Uh, we will see you there.